With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast. Hour one. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. I hope you're doing fantastic today. And those of you up in Connecticut and like, I I hope you're doing okay and all that. We finally have gotten it here. I'm looking outside and it's just very hazy. And I know it's, it's not nearly as bad as what you guys have been going through up the eastern seaboard. My goodness, the, the pictures have been... I you, the, you know, the pictures of the smoke, if we're honest about it, they're, they're very beautiful pictures, the eeriness of them, but it's got to be miserable to be living through it. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you in my thoughts, uh, though not with you in, in the smoke. So now, uh, we gotta, we, I got to begin where we left off yesterday. It appears that President Trump is the target of this federal investigation. So now, listen, I, I know some of you are thinking, well, obviously he's the target of the investigation, except, ex- except there's a nuance here you've got to understand legally. Uh, it doesn't get through in the news. Uh, the Jack Smith investigation of the classified documents, they could be looking at Trump. But also, if there's anyone else to blame, there have been a number of people in press reports uh, that have been suggested as possible people to be indicted other than Donald Trump. Is there a fall guy? In other words, are people looking for a fall guy? Uh, So it is notable that the notice from the office of special counsel Jack Smith to the president telling him he is a target of the investigation means they want to indict him. Now, you and I have known they wanted to indict him. The question was, did they actually give it a go? It appears they're going to. This is from the New York Times. Federal prosecutors have informed the legal team for former President Donald Trump. He's the target of their investigation into his handling of classified documents after he left office according to two people familiar with the matter. The notification of Mr. Trump's team by prosecutors from the Office of the Special Counsel was the clearest signal yet that the former president is likely to face charges in the investigation. It remains unclear when Mr. Trump's team was told that he was a target of the Special Counsel's inquiry, but the notice suggested the prosecutors working for Mr. Smith had largely completed their investigation. There have been two grand juries operating in this classified document case, uh, the one in New York and the, or rather in DC, and also one in Miami. We only learned of the Miami one last week, and it suggests that what actually happened is Jack Smith realized they had a venue problem. So let me explain venue to you. Venue is essentially where do you file the lawsuit? There are rules In federal law, there there is something called the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure for when you file a civil action, plaintiff versus defendant. And there are federal rules of criminal procedure when it's the state 
filing a suit against an individual, a criminal action against an individual. This would be under the federal rules of criminal procedure. And in the federal rules of civil procedure, you file the lawsuit where someone resides. So if you're suing Donald Trump for something he did, you sue him where Donald Trump resides typically. Now, there are exceptions, but typically you sue where he lives. If, for example, uh, a company in Boston, Massachusetts uh, has a credit card and you don't pay your bill, they don't sue you in Boston, Massachusetts where the checks process or bounce. They sue you where you live in your state because that's where you live. They can also sue you where you have a lot of property. And, and so if you've got a lot of property in, say, I don't know, Texas, and, but you live in Carolina, in the Carolinas somewhere, and they really want your property, and it's a suit about that property, they sue you in Texas where the property is. In criminal matters, though, they sue you where the crime occurred or where the nexus of the crime occurred. So if the crime occurred in multiple places, you try to argue that the the bulk of it ran through a particular jurisdiction, and that's where you file your criminal case. In this case, the classified documents were in Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump lives at Mar-a-Lago. The investigators raided Mar-a-Lago. The lawyers arguing over the documents were in Mar-a-Lago. So you sue in West Palm Beach. You sue in the uh, Southern District of Florida, which is in Miami, which covers that part of the state. It would cover West Palm Beach. So you file your criminal lawsuit there. So the grand jury must meet there. Well, there have been no word of a grand jury. The grand jury had been in Washington, D.C., where Trump had been when he was president. But word news broke this week. There was actually one convened in Florida. They weren't sure why. It now appears it's because Jack Smith realized this case needed to be in the Southern District of Florida, which means you've got to get a grand jury indictment from Florida, not from Washington, D.C., which means they had to move the whole thing down there which means they're probably very close to getting this matter wrapped up for a lawsuit. Now let's pivot because this obviously relates to 2024. The field has filled in. If you want to see the lay of the land, uh, text DATA to 33777. Get my email today. Sign up for it. Read it. Uh, my post today. With the entries of North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and former Vice President Mike Pence, the GOP field is suddenly filled in and formed. 2016 saw 17 candidates that Donald Trump beat, or 16 candidates. Donald Trump was the 17th. This year, we got 10 total candidates. So we got Doug Burgum, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Larry Elder, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson, Mike Pence, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Tim Scott, and they're all challenging Donald Trump, arguably his to win, his to lose. He's at 50% plus in the polling averages. What's notable is whether or not the nine other candidates are going to go after him or are they going to go after Donald Trump? We need to remember our history. In 2016, when you got to March, there were three men left standing. John Kasich, the liberal Republican governor of Ohio, Ted Cruz, the conservative senator from Texas, and businessman-turned-reality star Donald J. Trump. Ted Cruz decided to make his last stand in Indiana against Donald Trump. And John Kasich, the liberal governor of Ohio, 
poured every last penny he had into attacking Ted Cruz. John Kasich is not appreciated enough as the man who helped Donald Trump secure the Republican nomination because much of the Republican Party was shifting its support to Ted Cruz to stop Donald Trump. And Kasich came in with a suicide vest on and blew him up. Ted Cruz withdrew from the Republican primary on May 3rd, 2016. John Kasich did the next day, and Donald Trump became the nominee of the Republican Party. I will not be surprised to find some of the 10 candidates running for president due to Ron DeSantis, what John Kasich did to Ted Cruz. Many of them think we got we to gotta go through DeSantis to get to Trump, but by then it will be too late. Republicans this time believe Donald Trump is the weakest candidate to go against Joe Biden. The polling suggests it, whether you believe it or not. They do. Chris Christie and Mike Pence seem to be making their case against Donald Trump pretty explicitly. So yesterday, Mike Pence formally declared his candidacy in Iowa, and he answered the question I have been telling you guys for a year he would have to answer. The question that only Mike Pence has to answer is why you instead of your boss. Nikki Haley, a little bit, maybe has to answer this, but in particular, this is a Mike Pence question. Donald Trump made Mike Pence the vice presidential nominee. So Mike Pence must answer, why should Americans choose him over Donald Trump? Yesterday on stage in Iowa, he made his case that on January 6, 2021, Donald Trump decided to ask Mike Pence to choose Trump over the Constitution and Pence chose the Constitution over Donald Trump, and so now he's running for the Constitution against Donald Trump. He's going to kamikaze his campaign into Donald Trump. So is Chris Christie. That might actually help him. It could help someone else. Donald Trump has played a very conservative game. He's not going to show up at the first Republican debate in August. Won't come to the gathering. Uh, that's the week before. He won't go to the debate. He's he's staying off the stage. He's not barnstorming the country. He's doing some events, just not a lot of events. And you can't blame him. It's actually very smart politics. If you're leading at 50-plus percent in the polling, why go out there and risk a mistake? Let the other candidates get on stage with Ron DeSantis and tear DeSantis apart. That's what he's hoping. Don't go to the debate. Chris Christie can't come after me. He's got to go after DeSantis. Don't go to the debate. Mike Pence can't come after me. He's got to go after all these other guys on stage, and they got to go after Pence, and they got to go after DeSantis, leaving Trump alone. It's smart politics. You can complain about it all you want. You can say he's hiding. It's really smart politics. But there is this problem. Indictments. The New York City one's a joke. Everybody understands the New York City case is a joke. It's garbage. You have a case in Georgia that's probably coming, and you now have a federal indictment. What's going to happen is Donald Trump is going to skyrocket in the polling. There's going to be a rally around the flag or rally around the candidate effect here. It's going to help him. But long term, there's the drip, 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 drip. The indictments cost money, and that money isn't going to come from Donald Trump. It's going to come from his campaign coffers. The indictments are going to cost him time. He's not going to be able to campaign. He's going to be in court. 
He's going to be tied up responding to that stuff, not to Biden, not to the other candidates. There is a trade-off here. He's got strong, strong loyalty from candidates. In fact, I was reading an an op-ed earlier that um, John Ellis, who writes this very informative newsletter, is making the case that the reason the DeSantis campaign is not launching the way they wanted to launch is because there is a loyalty issue. And you've got to gracefully pat the former guy on the head and say, Godspeed, God bless, good luck, we love you, before you push him out of the way. And DeSantis is trying to get Trump supporters to break that loyalty. That loyalty may be broken by the reality of we want to beat Biden. Do we want to win with – do we want Trump to be the nominee or do we want to beat Biden? And if you see the whole world out to get Trump and dragging him down and making him waste his money and making him waste his time and going to court, do people then say, we love this guy, but they got him in some capacity? Whether they find him guilty and cart him off to jail or not, they've, they've bogged him down so much. Maybe in four years we try it again. I don't have the answer to that. I can tell you what's going to happen is if he gets indicted in the federal case or the Georgia case, his popularity is going to skyrocket among Republicans. People will rally around the flag. At some point, though, someone's going to have to say, wait a second, you're going to be in court. You can't be on the campaign trail. You're going to spend your campaign dollars on your lawyers, not on your campaign. That's not going to work. What's going to happen? What's going to give? That's what some of these Republicans think is going to happen. And then you have Chris Christie and Mike Pence going after him. Will that matter? I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball on this stuff. My sense is that a lot of it makes Trump stronger. My sense is also that many of these candidates, particularly the DeSantis people, are pulling the snot out of this race to try to find the chinks in the armor, the weaknesses, the spots where they can they can do maximum damage. And they now have Chris Christie and they now have Mike Pence in the race who recognize The path through the nomination does not run through DeSantis, but runs through Trump. The field is set. Indictments are coming. Will any of it matter? If I had to guess right now, in all honesty, I would say no. Nothing matters. Bolin Branch uses the finest 100% organic cotton from family farms to your family home. They've got a natural unmatched softness. And they get softer with every wash. Those are the highlights that Bolin Branch wants me to tell you about. Let me tell you about my experience as a longtime customer. Every single room in our house has Bolin Branch sheets. Why? Because they don't pill up over time. Uh, you know, some, they, they get a little like like pill of whatever they call it, and, and they get rough. They don't. They get softer every single wash, and they last. They don't wear out. You don't have fraying threads. They just are fantastic, and they really, really do get softer the more you wash them, and they hold up over time. We love them in our house. They've got the perfect weight. They feel kind of snuggly, but you don't get hot in the summertime under them, but you stay warm in the wintertime. It's just, it's it's perfect. I love these sheets. Get 15% off your first order of Bull & Brand sheets when you use promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, at BolandBranch.com, that's BolandBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com. The promo code is ERIC. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You will love these sheets as much as everybody in my family does. We got them on all five beds in the house. You can, too. Big case from the United States Supreme Court today. Let me bring you up to speed. Uh, the case concerned congressional districts in Alabama. There had been this prevailing sentiment that the U.S. Supreme Court had gone to war with Voting Rights Act and was going to toss all the Voting Rights Act. That's not what happened today. And what's so notable about it is how quiet everybody was. 
You can tell, given the lack of press releases from voting rights groups, that they really expected the conservatives to further gut the Voting Rights Act, and that's not what happened. John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh joined the three liberals on the court and declared unconstitutional a congressional map in Alabama because it diluted uh, minority votes. What happened was the Republicans in Alabama essentially drew a uh, seven-to-one voting map that lumped pretty much every black person they could find in Alabama into a single congressional district uh, and making it a very bizarre district as opposed to there should be two, based on the numbers of black residents in Alabama, there arguably should be two districts that were both majority-minority. The Republicans didn't do it that way. Now, this has implications in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Louisiana as well. What is just really notable is the silence of voting rights groups. They were prepared for John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh to join Amy Coney Barrett, uh, Sam Alito, and Clarence Thomas to throw out the rest of the Voting Rights Act. That didn't happen. Now, one of the real losers here you should know is Jim Clyburn, uh, the the senior black Democratic congressman from South Carolina. He collaborated with the Republicans in the South Carolina legislature to draw himself a supermajority minority district, overwhelming with black voters, diluting the strength of black voters in other districts to ensure his strength in the state. South Carolina could have gotten another Democratic seat in the state, but Jim Clyburn lumped every black voter in with himself. Now, you do need to know as well that majority-minority districts actually help Republicans. The reason majority-minority districts help Republicans is because you can lump all the Democrats together in a couple of oddly drawn districts, ensuring the majority of those voters are non-white voters, and say, hey, we put all the Democrats together to ensure majority-minority support. Never mind it gave us all the other congressional districts. The Republican flip in 1994 actually came in large part because Democrats very aggressively after the 1990 census began pushing majority-minority districts, and they created a bunch of them in the South, and guess what? You suddenly had a bunch of uh, new black congressmen and also a whole bunch of brand-new Republicans in all the other districts. So the Supreme Court actually kind of backdoor helping the Republicans, and nobody wants to admit it. Now, I want to admit to you that— When I got this computer built for my kid, I did not recognize, understand, or comprehend. I'd never see him again. (laughs) Uh, So a vision computer built my son this gaming computer. They sat down with me. I'd gotten from him the games he plays, and and they built a computer perfectly for him, and he loves it. Uh, We we finally have had to start imposing ourselves and regulating his time on it. But the great thing about it is, so he's 14 and can call Vision Computer. Their tech support is so great that they've helped him set up his email and stuff. I've ne- I haven't had to touch the machine since we put it in the house. It's been fantastic. Vision Computers can do this for you, for your home or your office, where you let them custom build the PC you want and need, and then let them be tech support. Your employees, if you're in office, let the employees call Vision's tech support and get computer help so you don't have to be IT. You don't have to have an IT department. You have visioncomputers.com. You can call them 404-COMPUTE anywhere nationwide. Let them build your PCs. Let them be your tech support. You can even pay them to be your tech support if you didn't buy your computer from them. 404-COMPUTE. Ask about the Eric Erickson special at Vision Computers. 
Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number 877-973-7425. Let me play you a little audio here. Uh, This is from a new campaign from Consumers Research about Bank of America. They're funding abortions, demanding Americans comply with their woke climate agenda. They teach people that the U.S. is a system of white supremacy while stripping away your Second Amendment rights. A California Democrat? No. It's Bank of America under CEO Brian Moynihan. There's enough people pushing political agendas in America. Your bank shouldn't be one of them. Bank of America. Their lies start with their name. Bankofunamerica.org is the website. Uh, The man behind Consumers Research going after Bank of America is my friend Will Hild. He joins me by phone. Will, how are you? Doing great. Great to be here. So I I got a confession. Uh, My my wife and I are bank accounts with Bank of America. (laughs) (laughs) Although I did just open a a new bank account. My buddy Bill Shine used to be at Fox, and and he's working with a group that started Old Glory Bank. and I, I've just opened a bank account with them in the last month. My my wife's account, she's had this account, she's like 12 years old. Um, and we just, we haven't moved it. But I, maybe we're going to have to. You might want to reconsider. You want to make sure your money isn't being used to attack your own interests. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it's, we've talked about this before. And it, it really is amazing to me the number of corporations in the country that are using their platforms to go after conservative interests and advanced progressive interests. I, I think I might have mentioned you. I'm not sure if it was you, but I think it was. Uh, we've got a, a a gun club near me whose bank uh, shut down its bank account simply because they sell guns and allow people to come shoot guns at this club. They wanted nothing to do with it. And we're seeing more and more banks and stuff. And Bank of America seems to be one of the leaders in this. Absolutely. Bank of America, despite the fact that they wrap themselves in the flag and patriotism, their logo is the American flag. Uh, They couldn't be any more un-American. They are attacking people's gun rights. They're paying for abortions. Um, They also are just attacking basic American industries like agriculture, for example. They they are part of this organization that's called Net Zero Bankers Alliance is basically committed to saying, you know, we'll use our entire loan portfolio to push incredibly harmful net zero uh, targets. So for how that works in, in the real world is you're, you're, a, you're a farmer and you go in for the normal amount of loan you need you know, to, keep the, to keep the ranch going or the, the farm operating. They say, listen, you know, I know we've loaned to you in the past, but moving forward, we have to hit our net zero targets. And so you, in order to get this loan, are going to have to change the way you operate your business. You're going to have to incur increased costs. You're going to have to become less profitable. Uh, in order for us to say we're using our loan portfolio to hit our net zero targets. And that obviously hurts the farmer. It hurts our state's economies where farming and agriculture is, is very important, but also hurts consumers nationwide because that raises costs for all of us. And Bank of America pretends that they're on your side uh, as a banking customer, but what they're doing with their loan portfolio is going to cost you money. So I, I got a question for you. How, because so many banks are involved in this organization. How, how is this not some sort of antitrust issue that, I mean, they, they seem to be conspiring together to drive up all of our costs? That is a fantastic question. And increasingly, as we've been highlighting this problem, you've seen uh, lawmakers and law enforcers from across the country push back on this. 
There's a similar organization called Net Zero Insurers Alliance, where they try to collude together to use the insurance industry to push these same same targets. And recently, the attorneys generals of uh, about 13 states sent them a letter saying, according to your website, according to your own documents that your CEOs have signed, you're engaged in an antitrust conspiracy against the U.S. consumer. Could you please explain yourself? And within weeks, that organization basically fell apart. They lost uh, about half their membership, including the chairman of the organization. So we absolutely we agree. Uh, this seems like an antitrust conspiracy, and I, I'm sure they are going to increasingly uh, have the attention of our state's uh, 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 AGs, our, our law enforcement uh, agencies on when it comes to violations of the Sermon Antitrust Act. But you're, you're correct. It, it is a conspiracy against the consumer. What's bizarre to me is is the unrealistic nature of so much of it. The the idea that every farmer in America is going to go out and somehow convert their tractors to electric vehicles. Uh, ne- never mind, we can't do it with cars on the road. To, to do it with tractors, to the burdens they're imposing on the ag industry is absurd. And then you've got uh, the advancement of the abortion agenda and everything else that uh, the, Brian Monahan is doing with Bank of America. Yeah, it's really incredible because he. My understanding is he, he considers himself to be a Catholic, and yet he has had his company subsidized, uh, paying for people to go out of state to avoid their own state's restrictions on uh, abortion, uh, and having Bank of America pay for that. Imagine doing that for any other kind of thing. Imagine if Bank of America announced that they would fly you to Colorado so you could buy marijuana uh, if it's illegal in, in your state. We would that wouldn't be considered. Uh, charitable, we considered, you know, <laughs> be, be looking at a RICO case. Uh, right. And so it's pretty incredible that, that they would brag about about doing this. And also, you know, one of the things that the CEO, Brian Moynihan, is always brags about is how tied in they are to their community. They try to constantly uh, you talk about how they're in the communities, they're reflecting the communities that they're in. And yet, apparently, if you live uh, in, in a conservative state, they don't want to have anything to do with you. They only want to reflect woke Wall Street. That's the community they really want to want to be part of. Well, and you know, I, I got to say what one of my chief complaints about Bank of America these days is how hard it is to find a local branch anymore. Uh, outside of certain major urban areas, they, you just you can't find them. They, they, they want it, your loans and stuff, but they don't want to actually handle your small checking accounts. It, it, I, I got issues and it, it's it, you got to figure out the auto bill pay, but nonetheless, um, what besides just overnight packing up and saying, "All right, I'm going to go do business at another bank." Surely, is there anything shareholders can do to to pressure these companies? That's a great question. Uh, there's really two things. One, if you're a shareholder of Bank America, absolutely have your voice be heard. These people don't get as much communications as you would think. And they're sitting in their C-suites, often next to their head of the, the DEI department or the head of their marketing department who's super woke, and they feed them these lines that, that, that this will work out, that you can go woke and it'll, you'll get all this nice press coverage and people will love it. And they don't hear from as many average Americans as you might think. So that's number one. If you're a shareholder or a customer, I, I encourage you to, 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 to send a letter to call their customer service line and let your voice be heard. In addition to that, one of the things we've done in this campaign is because there are so many brick and mortar Bank of America branches, we have mobile billboards throughout the country today in front of many of those branches, telling people, educating Bank of America customers on what they're doing. We encourage people to let their voice be known, let their disapproval be known with bank managers. The people who work at these companies, they have a line in to corporate and letting them know that, yeah, you know, and now that I know what you're doing with my money, I might be moving my business elsewhere. 
that that's going to trickle up. We saw that with the State Farm campaign. Thousands of State Farm agents were outraged and called headquarters all in one day, uh, the day we broke the story about what they were doing, pushing transgender ideology uh, on five-year-olds. So it, it does make a difference. I think conservatives probably don't realize their voice is just as important as their money. The left never shuts up. They're constantly after these companies talking to them. We should be doing the same. Yeah, you know, that's a great point. And, and I, I talk to the audience about that a lot, that we're, we're not the left. Uh, we, we've got other things and businesses to care about. But it does occasionally seem like whether it's the, the target, the Bud Light situation, maybe this situation, the when we do get rallied and speak up about an issue, a lot of these corporations, at the end of the day, they still care about making a profit and, and money more than they care about some of this agenda. And you start affecting their pocketbook, they're going to pay attention. That's 100% right, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. As conservatives, we're, we're preternaturally inclined to not be causing trouble. We, we believe we just want to be left alone. We want to raise our own families and build our own businesses, and, and we're not looking to intervene in other people's lives. And so when, when we see a company do something we don't like, our natural inclination is just saying, fine, I won't go do business there. But it takes a long time for lower sales to kind of translate and people to understand what it was they did wrong. I think we need to, you know, just yesterday, it looks like a bunch of far left LGBT groups sent a letter uh, of, of demands, basically, uh, to Target, saying, giving them 48 hours. So there was going to be all this retribution. Unfortunately, you know, we have been declared, our way of life has been declared war on by the, by the far left. And as I like to joke, you know, you may not want to go to war with Japan, but Japan might have something to say about that. If, if someone <laughs> starts a conflict with you, you have a responsibility to finish it. And conservatives are going to have to get more accustomed to, to being bothersome. Now, let, let me pivot real quick here, um, because I, I want you to explain to the audience something, uh, since you're more of an expert of it than me. Uh, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, some of these others that um, we've got 401ks. I've got a 401k. Most people listening do. Uh, but they don't do the shareholder voting. They, they allow the fiduciary who's managing the account to do it, and that's how the left is really exercising a lot of power. Can you kind of explain that to people? Yeah, I certainly can. So these large asset managers, they have hoovered up all kinds of funds. You mentioned 401ks, uh, individual brokerage accounts, but a lot of their money comes from state, local, and federal pension fund money that they, that they manage. And the money does not belong to them, the stocks that they purchase with that money does not belong to them, but they control it and they get to speak with that voice. And so they go into these corporations and they say, hey, Exxon, we control 8% of your shares if we're BlackRock, for example. We would like you to see you do X, Y, and Z, uh, or we might vote to replace some of your boards of directors, which, which they ended up doing a couple of years ago. And that has a tremendous amount. People keep asking me when I'm in these interviews, like, why do we see all these corporations you know, poking their customers in the eye. I mean, they have to know that this stuff is not going to, for a third to two thirds of the country, is going to be found to be incredibly offensive, depending on what the issue is. Why do they keep doing this? And that's a big part of it. They have to worry more about getting fired because they ticked off Larry Fink and BlackRock than they do necessarily about the long-term effects of their sales. And I think that's changing uh, the uh, massive backlash that Target and Anheuser-Busch have seen uh, over the last uh, few months. I think is changing that scenario, the stock price tanking. That does become a going concern for them to keep their jobs, which obviously is the thing they probably care most about. So I think the American consumer should feel empowered right now. Look at what they've done to these two massive corporations. And the asset managers are starting to back off. They're realizing how unpopular. And when we started our campaign against BlackRock, no one knew who they were. 
Uh, and rightly right. so. There was a huge there was a huge company that had all this power. But if they'd have just stayed an asset manager and focused on you know making returns, no one would have ever known who they were. It wasn't until they engaged in politics that they became infamous. And I think they're getting that message and starting to pull back. I sure hope so, and I hope Bank of America gets it as well because it, it's just it's frustrating to have to to give up on a, a bank you've had a longstanding relationship with. And I get it, but I mean, at some point, if you don't, they just keep doing what they're doing, knowing you're never going to do it. So. People have to have to take a stand, whether I want to or not, um, like shopping at Target. <laughs> Listen, um, it is always a pleasure to, to hear from you, and thank you for doing this and raising the, the alerts on Bank of America. Maybe they'll get the message. Thank you so much. We appreciate you raising attention to this uh, important issue. Thank you. Will Hild, uh, Consumers Research. If you guys want to learn more about Consumers Research, the website is consumersresearch.org consumersresearch.org. Will's a great guy, uh, and they are the oldest consumer protection agency. They've been around since 1929, and this is, as we've talked about it repeatedly, such a big issue, ESG, the Environmental Social Governance Standards, that BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, and others are pushing, and now you've got banks like Bank of America pushing this stuff as well, pressuring farmers into electric tractors and driving up costs. Uh, funding abortions across state lines and things like that. These companies need to be mindful uh, that they have customers and shareholders who don't like woke. And if you go woke, you might go broke. One of the companies that are battling the wokes is Patriot Mobile, but they need your help to do it. What they do is they take a portion of the profits you help them grow, and they fund conservative parents who are running for school boards against wokes. They fund the Second Amendment movement, the pro-life movement. Uh, they, they fund a lot of conservative causes with the profits they get by you doing business with them. They're a cell phone company. They give you guaranteed great service. All you have to do is move your cell service to them. They're probably already using the same cell towers you're using and you get their great service. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric today. Get free activation with my name. You can also call them 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you, get free activation, get some great discounts from them. But just think about this. You do business with Patriot Mobile. You get guaranteed great service. You grow the company. They grow their profits. And as they grow their profits, that's more money they give to the conservative causes you care about. You can take your existing phone number to them or get a new phone number. You can take your existing unlocked cell phone to them or get a new cell phone from them. Uh, it's a seamless transition. It's easy to do at patriotmobile.com slash Eric or call them 972-PATRIOT. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. Wherever you are nationwide, if your business needs access to capital and other lenders are giving you the runaround, given the economic circumstances, First Liberty, they make their own lending decisions. So you can reach out to them at firstlibertyga.com. Tell them I sent you. If you need $250,000 or more, they might be able to help you. If you're buying a building or building a building or you are buying a franchise, expanding a franchise, buying on a business partner or competitor, those are the sorts of deals they do. Reach out to them, firstlibertyga.com. Now, I got to talk to you about the difficult subject of puberty blockers for just a moment. There is an uh, opinion piece by Gerald Posner in the Wall Street Journal. And what's remarkable about this is that it is an opinion piece. He notes the Food and Drug Administration has approved so-called puberty blockers to treat prostate cancer, endometriosis, certain types of infertility, 
and rare childhood diseases caused by genetic mutations. It has never actually approved them for gender dysphoria. They're being used off-label by doctors. That is a statement of fact. Have you heard that in any major news coverage of the trans issue? Not only that, they actually do, in many cases, have an irreversible impact on the people who take them. You take them, you can't undo what they do. In fact, AbbVie, which is one of the manufacturers, had to add a warning that children on Lupron, one of the big drugs they give for uh, puberty blocking, might develop new or intensified psychiatric problems. Transgender kids are at least three times as likely as the general population to have anxiety, depression, and neurodevelopmental disorders. The FDA last year added brain swelling and vision loss to the potential side effects of the drugs. The trans community says the anxiety and depression come from societal rejection of them as opposed to the medicines their own. Here's the problem. The media lectures us routinely about honesty and trust and truth. Look at the meltdown over Chris Licht at CNN. This is one of the things that I, I think should infuriate everyone out there. The conversations regarding Chris Licht being ousted as CNN's chair involve a couple of things, but primarily platforming Donald Trump. How can you platform someone who has a problem with truth? How do you handle people who lie on television? Those are the major concerns about Chris Lick. How do you handle the truth? How do you defend the truth? How do you fight for the truth? How do you deal with people who lie regularly like Donald Trump? That, that's what they say was the problem with Chris Lick. These are the same people who cannot tell you what a woman is. These are the same people who will not report truthfully and accurately puberty-blocking drugs. The FDA has never approved them, actually, for, for puberty-blocking. They've approved them for other things. These are the same people who cannot bring themselves to admit the truthful, factual statement that these drugs have long-term, long-lasting, and sometimes permanent impacts. They're not just temporary. These are the same people who refuse to acknowledge that boys who become girls have physical, biological advantages in sports. These are the same people who cannot tell you the truth on these issues, so they want to control the truth when it comes to someone like Donald Trump, and they themselves cannot be truthful when it comes to basic science and biology. All they want to do is muddy the water. They're no better than what they say he is. They want to be the guardians of truth and themselves build their entire platforms on a house of lies about basic common sense, biology, and science. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.